0: Listen, if you're anything like me, you have a bunch of tasks between work, your personal brand, your friends, all these different aspects that pull at you from different directions. And sometimes it can be overwhelming. If you are looking for a way to be more productive, but not be burnt out, (laughs) then I've got something for you. You've come to the right place. Welcome back to another episode of Donuts, Coffee, and Tech. I am your host, The Danielle J., also known as Danielle Johnson. And however you are listening to this podcast, whether it be through Apple Podcasts or you're watching me live on YouTube, I just want to say thank you for being here. Today's episode is all about the power of three. And some of you may be familiar with this uh, methodology some of you may not be as familiar with the methodology but I want to get into it because this is something that has helped me tremendously over the, over the course of maybe even 6 months now and when I think about my life and how busy it is on paper there's no way in hell I should be able to get all the things done that I've been able to get done right and yeah it it got to a point where I was so hung up and what was not happening that I just stopped doing everything and it was in those moments that I realized that there has to be a better way like there just absolutely has to be a better way and I'm here to tell you there is a better way and I'm going to share with you what I've done differently in my life to help be more productive and not be burnt out right so one of the biggest misconceptions that I had to tackle in understanding this methodology is that multitasking is some made-up shit, right? Like, people that say they're good at multitasking, I challenge them because the human brain was not designed to multitask for the long haul, right? Like, we can do multiple things at once, but hopefully... You're doing the multiple things that are not important at one time because priority is what's important in the brain. And I read a bunch of scientific papers on this back when I was in school for psychology because there was this really cool exercise that my professor had us do. And basically all it was was you go down this list and you write out different names Uh, And he would give us different names to write. So whether it be colors and just writing down different colors or it was numbers going up from one to whatever the end number was. And what we found out really quickly is that a person who is able to do one thing at a time was able to actually do it more accurately, number one. And number two, they were able to complete the task because technically he would have two different things going on simultaneously. So if you're writing down colors across the top, you'll write numbers going down and there would be a bunch of errors, right? Or it would just take longer because you're trying to do two things and your brain had to understand what was the priority. So after that task, that was so many moons ago, I really have adopted this idea that multitasking is the devil, right? Um, A lot of jobs, asked you to multitask and i don't think that's fair um and one of the things about my job my current role is that there's a bunch of tasks that need to be done and before i got the job there was no priority put on any of it so none of it was getting done and i had to step back because when you get a new job you really want to do well and you don't want to lose a job number one but you also don't want to appear to not be qualified for the work so I took a step back and I looked at everything I legit have a whiteboard full of sticky notes that have all these different tasks on there and I took it upon myself to actually uh, prioritize what was you know really important what was not as important what needed multiple people involved in order for it to get done what I could just do by myself and I really just took the time out to pull all these things out and looked at it and said, you know what? I can only do what I can do. Everything else that requires other people, it, it has to be prioritized based off of timelines, deadlines, et cetera, et cetera. But I have to do something. And that's when I, I stumbled upon the power of three. Um, and the, the long end of it, we'll get into a little bit later, but the short end of it is you basically take your three most important tasks of the day, and you knock those out. You clean up, right? And then you move on. That's really simple, right? That's the most simplistic way of going about it, right? A lot of people watching or listening to this might be like, well, that that seems easy enough. And in practice, it may not be as doable because three things seems like there's not enough things to do for a day. But let me go ahead and challenge you to think about this differently, right? So three things doesn't sound like a lot. It really doesn't. And I'll be honest with you. When I first started this methodology, it was really hard for me to limit myself to three things because one, there were so many tasks that needed to be done. And then two, I am an overachiever. Like I really like doing a lot of things Um, and sometimes for the sake of just saying that I do a lot of things right so I had to really swallow my pride and say a lot of this shit's not getting done so what does that mean like how can I rectify this and basically I did it the old way right I wrote a to-do list and it was a bunch of stuff so in the to-do list we just wrote out all these different tasks right and what I realized very quickly is that there was a lot of procrastination. Even when I tried to go about the to-do list and the ways that a lot of uh, productive people go about to-do lists, tackling the hardest thing first so that you can get it out of the way or the reverse of that, doing the easiest thing first, that way you can actually get something done. No matter how I went about this to-do list, it was always overwhelming enough for me to procrastinate and drag my feet. It's just the nature of the beast. And some people are just built like that. You know, not everybody's built the same. And it's really hard to have a catch-all method for everybody. So even with this methodology that I'm going through, it may not work for you. But it's worth looking into if you're interested in finding a way to uh, knock these tasks out, right? So I realized also in the procrastination that I would do a lot of self-sabotaging. And that would look like me waiting to the very last minute to do things Uh, that way there were like more errors or like me trying to like get around certain tasks because I really just, I felt overwhelmed by the task itself. So I had all these different things happening at the same time and I took a moment after that and as you can tell i take a lot of moments to really self-reflect because i I do want to be better right and also because i want to be able to deliver this information and this message to you all with hopes of helping you get better in your craft right so in this reflection period i talked to my tribe and i you know i asked them about what they're doing with procrastination are they self-saboteurs and then i talked to myself to see what was what was going on and I had to make some real changes and do things different than the ways that I had done them before, right? Obviously, the long to-do list does not work for me. Doing the hardest thing first does not work for me, fam. Doing the easiest thing first does not work for me. So I had to cut the crap, man. And what that looks like for me is taking an audit on all the, the... All of the priorities of my life. Well, let me back up a little bit. There's really three things that you have to do before you prepare for the big three, right? The three things you have to do before preparing, in preparation of the big three, or the methodology that I'm about to teach you, which is the big three, is one, you have to take an an audit on what's actually important in your life. Where are you at right now, right? Because a lot of us just coast. We get the job, we get the group of friends, we get, you know, whatever. We're in a rhythm, we're in a flow, but it's not necessarily what we wanna do because it doesn't align with our priorities, right? So I took a real life audit on my life to see like what what is actually important to me right now. And because we're going with this idea of threes, I do it three months at a time, which equals four quarters in a year, right? Quick maths, there's four quarters in a year, each quarter has three months. So every three months, re-looking at this, e- this priority list and saying like, okay, these things are important to me now. So, you know, I kind of move things along that way. Number two, I had to take into account like what's happening in my life. Like what physical things are happening in my life. Um, the In the last year, I moved and started a new job all within a month of each other, you know? So that's a lot of change, you know? And having friends move to another country and then, you know, my best friend has stage four cancer and there's just a lot of things that are happening in my life. So I have to take that into account when one, I'm doing the audit of my life, but then two, just so I can check in with myself and make sure that I have enough energy and can give myself enough grace to do the things that I need to do in my life. Right. And then number three, last but not least, I prioritize by need versus my want. So, I want a lot of things in my life like and they're not even material things. They're really just like goals and ambitions and tasks that I think need to be done in order for me to like feel adequate in what I deliver. And I wrote out this list of what I want and what I need and I started realizing a trend between like where I'm putting more emphasis, right? I'm putting more emphasis on what I want as opposed to what I need, right? And when I started realizing that trend of like, okay, what I want is attainable, but it's not necessarily the right now priority. It eased up so much anxiety and in that anxiety being lifted, I was able to realize like, fam, all I, I all I really have to do is what I need to do and that will take care of what I want, right? Like I, I made sure to look at it in the correlation as opposed to two separate entities because when it's two separate entities, it creates so much chaos in me. And I'm just like, what I want is on an island by itself. And what I need is on an island by itself. These things don't exist together. They don't ever talk to one another. They never communicate. They don't give a damn about one another, right? But that's not true. They literally live inside one vessel, which is me. And they have to communicate with one another because what what is one without the other, right? So there's that now after I did all these things it was super powerful because one I have anxiety and I really 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 get anxious about my future I do one is because you know growing up a certain way you kind of see life through this lens of like everything has to happen right now because if not we're in desperate times and desperate measures have to be taken and all these different things. But then also the anxiety is really coming from this compartmentalization that's happening in my mind and being eager and anticipating what the next thing is. Right? So when I did this, I was able to really see things for what it is, lift that anxiety and look at things objectively so that I can move forward. Right. And of course, after this part, I go on YouTube, I look at all these different articles on Google, I'm looking at people on Instagram, on TikTok, and I'm just really deep diving into this idea of productivity and trying to find something that's organic to me in the way that I know kind of works for me, but not really understanding what fully works for me just because we're we're operating from a new part of the brain. And I really took into account that I'm going to have to try a couple of things to see what works, right? So I stumbled upon this gentleman who had this idea to write down what you have to do the next day and write down five things and write them in uh, order from most important to least important. And then after you write the five, do something, come back to it, scratch off the last two. And those are the three things you have to do for the next day. And I thought that was brilliant. I said, okay, cool, Ben. I like it. You know, it's clever. It's manipulative of the brain, which for some reason sounded good to me, you know? As long as I'm manipulating my own brain, we're fine. Um, And I thought that it was a really savvy way to go about trying to stay productive. So I took it into account when I was doing my research on all the different things to do, right? Um, I also had to take into account that I'm a competitive person by nature, right? Like I want to win period i've always been that type of person where i want to win winning means more to me than a lot of things and here lately in the last maybe five six years of my life i've learned how to be more um ethically competitive you know i was unethical at one point not meaning like i was killing anybody but like it would get to fight level you know like energy wise um so i I have to take that into account so then i started looking at all these different people talking about like wanting to win and like what uh, competition means to them and competitiveness means to them when they're setting their goals and all these different things. Um, And that really opened my eyes to something. A concept that I hadn't even thought of before, like something I hadn't even realized about myself when it came to these failed premises that I, I was, you know, operating in. And that's, I want... Control and when the lack of control started showing up is when I started dragging my feet because that's the only thing that I had control over. So yikes! Now <laughs> we have all these different schools of thought kind of working simultaneously, and that's what ends up happening when you're really getting down to the nitty gritty because this is like the deep version of like how to be more productive not just some surface level here's three things you could do keep a push on whatever but no i really want to see you win fam and i want it to be sustainable for you and your life and i'm just telling you my story so that you know i can kind of spark some direction and what you need to do to get it together in your life but after i realized all these things um my overall happiness became a priority right and in that moment I realized like, okay, bet. now we got to put something into application. All this studying and stuff, um, it's, it's cute. It's really, really cute. It's really fun to do the research cause I'm research type gal, but I have to put some things into application. And that's when I went back to this guy's idea of like the five and scratch off two, I did it for about two weeks. translate for me because I was still trying to do all five even though it was scratched off on a piece of paper my brain was like fam if it exists we have to do it right and that's when I realized like bump it we're gonna stick to three three is the magic number for me right and the reason why three works for me is because it's not too much you know what I mean like I can really hyper-focus on things. I can really prioritize things. I can really get shit done. So, what I tend to do is I have multiple lists of three, right? Because I have different things that I have to accomplish in my life. When I go to work, I have to do things there. When I come home, I have things to do here. I have to, you know, maintain my household. I have a dog. I have all these different things that are calling me to do things, like The work don't stop. (laughs) So what I'll do is I'll make multiple lists of three, right? I have this handy dandy performance planner that I picked up a year or so ago. And basically in it, I'll write down three different columns. One column is for work. Another column is just personal, regular human shit. And then the last column is my personal brand. Every night... In preparation of the next day, I write down what three things need to be accomplished in the next 24 hours in order for it to be a fully accomplished day. And sometimes my personal brand doesn't have three things to do, right? Sometimes it has more than three, but I have to prioritize what's the top three things in the next 24 hours. And my personal life doesn't necessarily always have three things to do, but if it has three or more, I just prioritize three, et etc. et cetera. Now, I don't put things down that take me less than five minutes to do. Those things aren't necessarily list worthy. Um, If it takes me less than five minutes to do, I'll just do it, right? And that's where there's kind of flexibility in this method. Uh, So for example, with work, I tend to check my email three times a day. (laughs) The number three. And the reason why I choose three is because there are certain things on the list that are contingent upon response from somebody else. Right. So I'll check the email when I first wake up, well, not first wake up, but in the morning when I first get into work mode, I'll check it again after lunch and then I'll check it again two hours before I leave the office. That way I can make sure that I've gotten everything that I need to collect either for that day or for the following day. Right. So. The things on the list are things that are top priority. An example I can give you from, from work as well, because I think that that's gonna be one of the most structured settings that I could really you know, show this application. Um, we have a newsletter that goes out every Friday. I don't put anything on my top three until Tuesday or Wednesday for that newsletter. And the reason why I do that is because I, one, want to give myself enough time to, you know, get things, send it out, get it back, and then, you know, distribute. And then two, I don't want to be overwhelmed with the idea of something that's happening weekly because it's, it has to happen weekly anyway. So it doesn't matter if I put it on on Monday or Wednesday, it, it's going to happen either way. So why clutter my brain with it on Monday, right? So the newsletter typically goes on, on maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. To be realistic, Wednesday, because I can get it done on Wednesday. Get it reviewed probably Wednesday or Thursday and have it released on Friday. Boom, done and done. That's an editorial freaking timeline, whatever, right? So knowing that on Monday, I can use that day to really focus in on graphics or something that I can do by myself that doesn't necessarily require back and forth of email. So that that that's one of the things that'll go on the list. It's something that I can do by myself. Um, I'm also building out a knowledge based system. That's something I can do by myself. I mean I've already sent out emails to, you know, get information to add to this knowledge based system. But the truth of the matter is I can I can focus on it by myself. So my top three list is really just the things that can keep the the week pushing and doing things this way it allows me to look at the week objectively as well i'm able to look at it and say "Hmm, what do i have coming up this week and how can i make the things a priority right i work for eight hours a day so in eight hours three things can get done. right and those three things I've strategically picked three things for each day so that it can bleed into the next day. And so that if it's a big task, those things are being done a little bit over time every day so that we can get the final result, right? So that's kind of the application side of it. Now, the result side of it is in doing this system, not only have I been able to lift my anxiety, I've also been able to better show up in other places in my life. I can focus on the most important things, get those things done, and then I can break free of it. I'm not married to these things for longer than what they exist, right? And to go without saying, there's a lot of delegation that happens when you have these systems in place. Um, One major thing I should include in this video and on this podcast episode is that There has to be tasks that you handle and tasks that you can hand off. And it's a tricky mix at first because you're not too confident about what you can hand off and what you have to do yourself. But where I work, we have an entire tech support team, right? I don't necessarily have to do all the things that people in the office are asking me to do for tech support i can delegate that to them put a ticket in and have them do something and then i can report back what the findings are you know or go in and and do the after after work of what they've done in the preliminary stages of of a task you know so there's always different ways to delegate and the Real thrill of it, the real fun of it is getting creative and finding out how you can delegate different tasks. Right, so that's one of the things. Right, Uh, I've also been able to use another method called time blocking, and basically, what time blocking does is it, or what it is, is you look at a task and you say, okay, it may take me an hour and a half, two hours to get this thing done. So then you just carve out two hours. Uh, Whether you do it on your calendar through your email address, through Google, or you write it down on good old-fashioned paper. I tend to do mine a little bit on paper in the planner that I have, and then I do it on my calendar for work so that people don't schedule meetings for me during the times that I'm doing my thing, and the time blocking really does go hand-in-hand with this because it holds you accountable. I even went as far as to buy a timer so that I can have a physical thing in front of me that can let me know how much time I have left in a thing. And I know what you're thinking. Why did you buy a timer when you have an iPhone and you can use that? It's because I don't trust myself to just go on the phone to look at the timer or the time. I know for a fact, I'm going to pick up the phone, I'm going to start texting, I might even go on social media. Those things are time sucks and I don't have the time for that, especially when we're only limiting ourselves to three things to get done in an eight hour period. So that's dead, right? I've also been able to use a couple other methods that I'll talk about in other videos, but basically the most important takeaway is that If you only have three things to do in your eight-hour period at work or you only have three things to do for the four or five hours that you're active outside of work, um, it really does lighten the load on you because you're not really putting all of your ideas and the pressure of all those ideas on yourself all at once. You're really able to take bite-sized pieces and I know a lot of times creators or Coaches or mentors will say, you know, take it, you know, a day at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. But up until recently, I really didn't know how that looked for me. And I'm really excited to report on this because I think that it's one of those methods that really does help. Um, This also has given me the opportunity uh, to give my peers and colleagues the impression that I am fast at my job. Because I get things done in a timely fashion because I'm focused on one thing at a time, Um, but it it just it comes from this notion that multitasking is the devil, right? Like that's where all this started. Multitasking is the devil. I don't need to be the multitasking. goddammit. it! Multitasking is something that I've never really been that great at. As far as being efficient at it, I can do it. But will everything come out with great results? Probably not. Not in my case. I mean, there are some unicorns out there that can get things done and get a bunch of things done. Kudos to them. It's not me. And it may not be you either. So this is something that was birthed out of this idea that multitasking is trash, fam. So if you feel like I feel, try it out, you know, and see what you can come up with in doing The Power of Three. Um, I also think that The Power of Three comes from the human desire to win. Because in having three things to do and scratching them off your list and feeling like you did something, you won the day, fam. You won the day. And when you feel like a winner, you're going to keep going. And that's why I said at the very beginning of this episode that this is a method to help you not burn out because doing the minimum amount with the maximum amount of uh, results will always make you feel like you're on top of it. And you are. You really are. Because you are getting things done and you're being actually productive as opposed to fake productive where you may get a whole bunch of little stuff done, but it's nothing that matters, right? Um, And last but not least it is a way to take control back and if you're anything like me and you have anxiety or you just feel like you need to have control over certain aspects of your life this method is really good for that because you do have control over your day you're able to really take the day by the horns and get shit done and i'm here for it so let me know in the comments if this is something that you would give a try i'm really interested in if this is anything that sounds like it would work for you because if you're anything like I was and you're suffering from like being overwhelmed or you just have a lot of stuff on your plate and it's not going to change because that's just part of who you are, I really do think that this will work for you fam because it has changed my life drastically and the proof is in the pudding. Like before, I couldn't even put out a YouTube video at all, let alone one every week for productivity purposes. The podcast was suffering because I just could not get myself to do the thing. Like, I was setting myself up for failure in so many ways, and it was hurting me. And it was really hurting my ego, my self esteem. It was hurting all these things that I want to do. Like, I really want to show up in these places. The talk show would not be here at all if I was still trying to do things the old way it just does not work for me so um the power of three might be a really good way for you to get your act together i'm telling you it was a life-changing methodology for me and if you're listening to this podcast just know you're not alone fam like you're not alone if you suffer from anxiety if you have imposter syndrome or if you self-sabotage a lot I feel you, like I am in the same boat, I've done those things already and I've taken myself out of a lot of opportunities just because I had this idea that I couldn't handle it. But here lately with this power of three methodology that I've been putting into practice, I swear it has changed everything. Let me know in the comments if you are at all going to try this. If you've suffered from any of those things like anxiety or self-sabotage, or if you are consistently overwhelmed with your workload, let me know in the comments how you feel about this methodology. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, make sure you head on over to YouTube where I have a ton of videos on productivity and getting your act together because that's one of the things that I'm super passionate about. And as you heard, I'm such a work in progress, right? It's not over, it's not done, it's still going. This works now, it may not work later. You know, like there's always room to improve and always areas that we can continue to refine so that we can get the most out of our experiences here while we're here to experience them, right? So. I'm just really excited about how much of my time I have back by using this method and I'm just really stoked to be able to share it because it's been such a game changer for me and also to go without saying it has worked for me and six months of practice to finally be able to come tell you all about what I've been doing to be on top of all these tasks. I'm just really excited because literally. It was not like this before, right? <laughs> Even at my most productive, quote unquote productive times in my life, there was still a lot of dragging of the feet, procrastination, and bullshit happening. That's why things didn't get done to completion. And that's why I had to change it up. I had to chop I had to try to figure out ways for me to set myself up for success and stop allowing failure to be an option for me, right? So The other side of this that I want to get into, but I'll make another podcast episode to talk about it is systems and processes, right? So earlier on in this episode, I talked about delegating some tasks off to other people um, and then, you know, leaning on your support, whether it's like, in my case, IT at work or, you know, somebody else that's in the same department or anything like that. Systems and processes have been my best friend and using the power of three methodology, but I'm going to go more into that on a different episode of Donuts Coffee and Tech. So make sure that you're subscribed here, however you're listening to this or watching me, uh, because I want to share with you all these different systems that I've put in place that have really been game changing in the way that I've been able to get shit done. And not only that, but like some of the processes, (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even know that they were so effective because I was doing bits of a process, but not the thing, the whole thing. And it's an entirety. And once I started learning that, hey, listen, that's actually a small tidbit of something else that you can be implementing to get your shit together. Fam, change the game, change the game. Listen, let me know in the comment section or in the the show's um review section i guess that's what's that called uh let me know if you are interested at all in those systems and processes i'll make sure i'll drop the link once those videos come about and yeah we'll keep the conversation going as much as we can so that we can help each other out you know let me know what you're doing I'll let you know what I'm doing I'll keep posting content of this nature if it helps you all in any capacity because that's what I'm here to do listen in closing I want to say the pro the power of three really does work for me and as you heard from my story before I tried a lot of shit <laughs> I've tried a lot of shit that's just be 100 like I've done a lot of different things and it just was not working for your girl so here we are with this methodology that has really changed everything up for me. Make sure that if you're not already following this podcast, Donuts, Coffee, and Tech, make sure that you are following the podcast. We are on every platform. When I say we, I'm talking about me, myself, and I because I'm the only person that hosts this show. (laughs) I always say we. It's the royal we. Damn it. That's just what it is. But Go ahead and follow the podcast Donuts Coffee and Tech anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Make sure you subscribe on the YouTube channel because I'll be dropping content there. I am dropping content there weekly to kind of help you get your shit together. And also let's connect on social media fam. Like I really am excited to have so many new followers that I can talk my talk with. And you know help you all do great things in your life because that's what I'm really here to do is to help others. Uh, reach their full potential specifically in this realm it's been business owners and creators but whoever's listening to this it doesn't matter your background it doesn't matter the industry it doesn't matter your focus all these things can be used no matter where you're at in your life and it could be used for business or personal but my end goal is to help as many folks as possible get this under control this idea of like you know you got to be super uh multifaceted and all, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of toxic ass um, methodologies that are being used right now, but we'll talk about that later. Thank you to everybody who has listened to this episode and all the episodes of Donuts Coffee and Tech. I'm forever grateful. Y'all know how I feel about you. You are the real MVP and there would be no content for real if it wasn't for people that were subscribing to it and listening to it and sharing it. So thank you so much for all that you've done to make donuts coffee and tech continue on <laughs> but I just want to say you know let me know let me know what you want to hear what you want to see and I'll see you all next week peace